Good morning, everybody. It's your host, Mark Trimble, and this is the MK Journal Podcast. Good morning, everybody. Hope you're having a wonderful uh, Tuesday morning so far. It's uh, 77 degrees this morning, beautiful sunrise. Hope you guys are able to enjoy it as well. We are going to be back in acts again, finally, on with uh, our regular um, podcast from now on. So um, today will be in Acts chapter 15 and chapter 16. So if you want to follow along in your in your Bibles, go ahead and grab your Bibles, turn to Acts chapter 15, and let's go ahead and get started. We want to start off in verse 3. I'm going to read it real quick. And it says, And being brought on their way by the church, they passed through the through Phinis and Samaria, declaring the, con- the conversion of the Gentiles, and they caused great joy unto all the brethren. It is important as Christians to encourage others and share with them the blessings that God has done in your life. Here, Paul and Barnabas are telling the other churches that they had started about um, the works that they've been doing in other cities. They were telling them of what they've been able to do and encouraging them, telling them that, uh, encouraging them about all the souls being saved um, through the works. And, and these church, I'm sure, were part of that. So it's always a blessing whenever um, you have a preacher come through and, and he talks about um, the people that have been saved through his ministry or, um, at a church that he was in or some uh, revival that he may have been in. It's always a blessing to hear about others being saved. And, and it's important to have that um, encouragement as believers. If you look down at verse 26, it says, Men that have hazarded their lives for the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. So, um, to give you a little back, a little bit of background, there was uh, a group of men that went to the churches that Paul and Barnabas had had started and said that um, the Gentiles can't be saved unless they did they they did a act that the Jews were only the Jews were known for a command that the Jews were given back in the Old Testament. So they were telling them, you cannot be saved unless you follow us in our custom. So Paul and Barnabas went back to the church in Jerusalem and counseled with the elders and um, asked for counsel because they didn't believe that, but they wanted to, to, to um, be safe and, and go and ask uh, people that, that they looked up to. And um, when they got there, Peter was telling about his experience. We learned in a couple chapters previously how the Lord told him that uh, he shouldn't call the things that God has given him unclean, referring to the Gentiles uh, and he, as he was told to go and um, preach to them. So um, they wanted to go back and tell those gentlemen that had... Um, twisted the uh, salvation uh, requirements, for lack of a better term, um, 
And so they, they picked some people. Um, and in verse 25, it says, It seemed good unto us, being assembled with one accord, to send chosen men unto you with our beloved Barnabas and Paul, men that have hazarded their lives for the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. A big difference between the believers of the Bible and the believers of today is that they had many people who were like the men in this verse, people who hazarded their lives, risked their lives for the gospel of Christ. We today like to be comfortable and avoid doing anything that might inconvenience us. It truly is shameful. We will never be able to reach the world for Christ if we are not willing to risk our lives for it. It's been especially um, clear in this time of COVID. You know, a lot of uh, places that would have never had any issues with their government are starting to finally have issues with their government and, and the government's keeping them from, from assembling and, and um, sharing the gospel of Christ. And this is when the rubber meets the road and we're start to we're starting to see who uh who the men are that are willing to um risk their lives for the name of jesus christ as the believers in the old testament uh in the new testament church did going on in verse 38 um it reads but paul thought not good to take him with them who departed from pamphylia and went not with them to the work he's speaking of john mark um, and how John Mark had had left them on their first missionary journey. Well, Barnabas wanted to bring John Mark again on their second journey, and Paul was against it because John Mark had had left them on the first one. Now, uh, I think it's important to be a person who gives second chances. Christians are to be people who help others grow in the Lord. Mark messed up. He quit, and he left Paul and Barnabas the first time that he went with them. Now, did Paul have a good reason for not wanting Mark to tag along? Yes. However, the right thing to do, I believe, was to give Mark a second chance so that he could grow. We are humans. We make mistakes. The important thing is to learn from them and move on. And later on, we see that um, John Mark and his relationship with Paul was restored. And Paul even talked of John Mark and how uh, he was an encouragement and a blessing unto Paul later in Paul's ministry. Now we're going to go to chapter 16. I want you to look in verse 6 and 7. I'll read there. Now when they had gone throughout Phrygia and the region of Galatia and were forbidden the Holy Ghost to preach the word in Asia, after they were come to Mysia, they essayed to go into Athena. But the Spirit suffered them not. Forgive me for butchering if I butchered those... Um, cities it's very uh not not very easy to to pronounce them um but it says but the spirit suffered them not so paul was wanting to uh, venture into asia and to different uh regions go to different different cities but the holy spirit didn't allow him to do it it's important to listen to the holy spirit when he tells us not to do something and when he tells us to do something even though paul's reason for going um to those places was godly reason the holy spirit had other plans and paul obeyed it is not important to know why the holy spirit forbade them from going there it is important to listen and follow the holy spirit's leading i i went down to texas for a semester of college and the pastor there had formerly been a missionary to argentina um, and he later on um, expressed how he believed that he was called to be a missionary 
but he did not believe that he was called to go to Argentina. He later on, after a few years, went to Mexico where he believed he was originally called. Now, the Lord blessed his ministry in Argentina, but the Lord blessed his ministry in Mexico even more, and he was able to build several churches and had very large ministries for the Lord. And, and uh, he talked about how he, the Lord still blesses you if you're doing something right, but the Lord will bless you even more if you're doing the right thing while following his will. Um, and that's the difference. You know, even though um, Paul had good intentions wanting to go to these areas, um, there wasn't what the Holy Spirit wanted him to do yet. <clears throat> now go on to verse 23 and verse 26. In verse 23 it says, And when they had laid many stripes upon them, they cast him into prison, charging the jailer to keep them safely. Skip down to verse 26, and it says, And suddenly there was a great earthquake, so that the foundations of the prison were shaken, and immediately all the doors were opened and everyone's bands were loose. This is talking about the time when Paul and Silas were um, in a city and they were, there was a lady there um, that was uh, had a devil in her and they, she was being used by her masters to make money. Well, Paul and Silas, through the power of the Lord, cast the devil out of, of, of that damsel and freed her from it. Well, the masters saw that their um, person that they were using to make money was no longer going to be able to make them money. So they framed Paul and Silas <clears throat> and uh, caused them to be imprisoned. And that's where we see uh, in verse 23, it says, And when they had laid many stripes upon them, they cast them into prison, charging the jailer to keep them safely. So not only did they cast them into prison, but they also beat them. They lay, they they whipped them. They had many stripes upon them. <clears throat> These are things that Paul and Silas went through just by doing what was right. I know we talked about this in 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 the book of Mark, uh, how Jesus, um, even though he knew that the scribes and Pharisees were planning to do something uh, against him if he had if he healed people on the Sabbath day. He still continued to do what was right, what he believed was right, even though he knew the consequences of, of those actions. Paul and Silas did the same. Even though they knew the consequences of, of um, freeing the damsel from the evil spirit that she had, they still did it, and they ended up um, being punished for that. Now, the second part the, down here in 26, I want to point out how even though these people had wronged them, Paul and Silas were forgiving and they always had the gospel, the, the, their purpose for, for their lives, sharing the gospel of Christ in the front of their minds. When the, when the Lord freed them after Paul and Silas at midnight prayed and sang praises unto God, there was an earthquake that we read here. And the foundations of the prison were shaken and immediately all the doors were open and everyone's bands were loosed. So the Lord gave them what was freeing them for doing the right thing. You know, he was, he was taking care of his, of his people and Paul and Silas, and instead of running out there saying, you know, forget this place, you know, I don't, these, these people deserve to go to hell. We try to do the right thing and they imprisoned us for it. And, you know, nowadays we wouldn't have, we wouldn't have, you know, judged them for that. But yeah. You know, they, they treated you guys wrongly. You were only trying to do what was right. But we see here that not only did they uh, 
not leave when the jailer came out and and in this time you know the jailers if they if anybody that they were watching in the prison escape the jailers were held responsible and um were killed a lot of times so if you read in verse 27 and the keeper of the prison awaking out of his sleep and seeing the prison doors open he drew out his sword and would have killed himself supposing that the prisoners had been fled verse 28 but ball but paul cried with a loud voice saying do thyself no harm for we are all here so not only did they not leave but if you read down here in verse 29 then he called for a light and sprang in and came trembling and fell down before paul and silas and brought them out and said sirs what must i do to be saved so they didn't leave the prison even though they had ever the opportunity to do that but they saved the person from killing himself the person the jailer who was in charge of keeping them there, even though they were wrongly imprisoned. And on top of that, they led him to the Lord. And then they led his house to the Lord. Instead of being spiteful, even though they were had every right to, to be spiteful, instead of um, being bitter, instead of having that kind of attitude, they were continuing to look for chances to spread the gospel, even though spreading the gospel was what got them into predicament that they were in in the first place. That's something that we should strive to do in our lives as well. Always, no matter what the circumstance is, looking for chance to chances to continue to spread the gospel of Jesus Christ, because that's the great commission that he gives us. Lastly, I want to look in verse 27 through 29. It says, uh, well, we are, we had already read it about the, the prisoner, um, the, the, the jailer, um, asking the Lord, asking them what he must do to be saved. What we get from those verses are always be ready to tell others about Christ. Paul shared the gospel whenever he had the chance to do so and to whomever would listen. Listen, it's not your job to decide who should, um, who's worthy of, being able to get a chance to um, be witness to. It's not your job to decide um, if a person is going to be uh, willing to accept Jesus Christ as their savior. It's not your job to judge who is going to receive the Lord or not. Your only job is to share the gospel to everybody you can come across and everybody you can possibly meet and reach out to. So do that. Let the Holy Spirit take the reins and, and, and handle it from there. I hope this has been an encouragement to you. I, have, I hope that you have been able to um, be encouraged through this and to learn something after, out of this as, as I have. I, ho I look forward to um, seeing you again tomorrow as you tune in. And I pray that you all have a wonderful day and have a blessed day and honor God with your day. Thank you, everybody, for tuning in. Goodbye. Hey, I'd just like to thank you for listening in today to the episode. It really means a lot to me that you would listen. Before you go, I'd just like to share with you the Bible way to get to heaven. In Romans 23, it says, For all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. No one is good enough to go to heaven, my friend. No matter how much good we do, we still fall short. That's the condition that we're in. 
In Romans 6.23, it says, For the wages of sin is death. Just as there are wages for good, there is punishment for wrong. The penalty for our sin is eternal separation from God in hell. That's the penalty that we need to realize that we have to pay for our sin. But there's, pause, there's, there's a good thing, is that there's good news. In Romans 5, 8 says, But God commended his love toward us, in that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. Christ's great love for us was shown when he died on the cross and rose again from the dead to pay our sin debt. All you have to do is trust God, trust Jesus Christ alone as your Savior. In Romans 6.23 it says, But the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. And in Romans 10.23 it says, For whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. Everlasting life is a gift purchased by the blood of Jesus and offered freely to those who call upon him by faith. You have to realize that you're a sinner. Realize that the penalty for your sin is death. And believe that Christ died and rose again for you. And trust Christ alone as your Savior. That is the only way you can get to heaven. Now if you'd like to make today the day that you accept Christ as your Savior. Bow your head and pray. Realize that praying will not get you heaven. Praying is just a way to communicate with God. And to show him and to tell him. That you realize that you're a sinner and you're asking him to save you. Bow your head, close your eyes and pray. Dear Jesus, I know that I'm a sinner. Please forgive me for my sins. I now trust you as my personal savior. Please come into my heart and save my soul from hell. And take me to heaven when I die. Thank you for saving me, Jesus. Amen. My friend. If you prayed that prayer and you meant it, I have good news. Now we are family through Jesus Christ. If you got saved by listening to this podcast and, and praying that prayer and by these verses that I showed you, I'd like you to reach out to me and let me know. It would mean a lot. Again, I hope everybody has a great day. Thank you again for tuning into the podcast. Have a wonderful day. Stay blessed.